Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Tuesday, August 2nd, and I am still in a hotel room. It is 5 a.m. Uh, local time. I've got to run because... IHOP is open 24 hours and daddy needs his uh, French toast for the morning. So we've got a lot of earnings to go over. I'm going to try and make this as simple and as concise as possible. The first big mover that I wanted to look at is Pinterest. Um, we had made mention that they were coming up with earnings. Um, they basically said there was a larger than expected user growth. You're seeing this in the stock uh, up big it closed yesterday at 1999 it's up close to 24 at 2369 um with elliott management putting a stake in pinterest um the increase in user growths with it which is opposite of facebook which is opposite of um uh snap opposite of most of the uh the social media uh companies this one could be a good an interesting one not at 24 but I think that $20 range, I think if we do see a significant uh, pullback on this one, uh, and this one pulls back to about 21 22 maybe in the next month, keep an eye on it. I think this one could be an interesting one. Uh, Caterpillar is down, CAT. They announced earnings this morning, um, and they missed revenue, and it's down because they, they basically said there's still supply chain issues. Uh, this one's down big. Um, it's 52 week high is 237, 52 week low is 167. Uh, this is a kind of not one that moves a ton. Um, in fact, let's bring it up on the algorithm just so you're aware. Um, the average, uh, the, the algorithm returns you on cat. Sorry, I'm waiting for it to pull up minus 6%, but buying and holding the stock makes you 47%. Again, this is a kind of more of a buy and hold uh, is what I would do. And it's manufacturing, um, uh, you know, Caterpillar. Look at the the uh, the big rigs that they make. Um, so, again, your average win on this one is only 5.25%. Um, their earnings are out. I don't see a catalyst on this one. I wanted to bring it up because it was such a um, kind of surprise. It, it It's moving down 4 or 5% in the after hours um bp petroleum uh up significantly well i shouldn't say significantly a few, few percent but 2905 is where they closed um they reported they beat on everything raised the dividends and increased buybacks um the big one of the morning uber was up five percent yesterday and it's up another 10 to 20 percent um this morning let me look cash flow positive for the first time um big beat big 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 beat so um they also announced uh the number of drivers and delivery agents on its platforms rose 31 percent to an all-time high of almost 5 million 
Um, the concern was that soaring gas prices and uh, other issues like the employment market would basically take drivers away. Uh, the CEO, Dara Kosrakowski, I, I can never say his name, and especially at 5 a.m., but um, he basically said more people are earning on Uber than today than before the pandemic. That's an imp impressive one. Um, you know, again, Uber is kind of a bellwether. Marriott reported this morning, they reported better than, than earnings. Uh, I would still say anything under 30 on Uber, you could probably buy. Um, it's an interesting one because, again, they were cash flow positive for the first time. Um, so it looks like it is is moving around. Now, their um, delivery business, I did order Uber Eats yesterday. Fantastic service. Um, uh, unbelievable service. It, it was great. Um, I forget his name. He was fantastic. Pulled up in a Mercedes S-Class um, to deliver my food. So, um, But look at their competitor, Lyft. Uh, they closed at thirteen ninety. They are getting a um, a bump here uh, to fourteen eighty in pre market. Lyft reports. Let me look up on. Uh, I'll tell you where Uber. I think I had a MACD cross up. If I'm not mistaken, on Uber, and then uh, we'll look at this one in the algorithm, and then I'll look at Lyft in the algorithm. Um, we had MACD cross up way back here at twenty three sixteen. Um, and it fluttered around, you know, it, it kind of went down, up and down. But 2316 is where the algorithm got us in. Um, you don't have another catalyst on this one. So I, my suggestion is don't don't chase this one. Uh, again, I think that between 20 and 23 is probably your buy-in on this one um, if you wanted to get in. But it was a big, big, big beat. So um, that was a good one. Um, oil overall, by the way, is down because of low manufacturing numbers. Uh, traders think that, okay, that's going to squelch demand. It's not going to squelch demand, um, you know, but whatever. One of the big stories of the morning, though, that I wanted to bring up from a political standpoint is uh, Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. Watch this. Uh, she is over Indonesia right now. If she lands in Taiwan, it could cause some fairly large political waves to come over. Uh, Europe probably will not be behind the U.S. if there is some saber rattling. Um, China has already um, kind of said, hey, uh, we have uh, military exercises going on. I don't know if our military is going to escort her in, blah, blah, blah. The White House said she never checked with us on this trip. They're distancing themselves. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens. Um, but hopefully there is nothing that kind of moves on this one. So uh, that's in one uh, big move um, last week on uh, Run Sunrun, um, and it came out this uh, at the same time. Muddy Waters took a short position in Sunrun. I saw that interview this morning um, on CNBC with one of the the Muddy Waters guys. He says, hey, it was just bad, bad timing, blah, blah, blah. They still stand by that there's a significant, um, uh, significant fraud going on at Sunrun. Sunrun denies it. It is what it is. Um, okay, let's see. BP, we talked about um, up big. Uh, Uber, we talked about up big. Uh, Muddy Waters. Activision Blizzard, they reported, I don't have the... 
um, the big uh, headline on their earnings, they were down. They're at 79. Remember, I briefed on this one at about 75. I said, get in. Um, just because in December, it's expected that uh, Microsoft will be taking them over at $95 per share. Um, it was also disclosed that uh, um, Warren Buffett took a big stake in them at about 70 or so. Um, and he's like, hey, it's worth the bet because Microsoft says that they want this. It's going to be big. So Activision Blizzard reported, um, let's see, it was 47 cents, uh, surprised by minus 2%. You, you're going to see this one below 80. You know, again, if you want to buy this one, this one's kind of like Twitter. If you want to buy this one <clears throat> at these levels, you're basically hoping that the deal goes through in December at $95. I don't see a reason why it wouldn't go through, but the Biden administration with um, some of their uh, their people in place, it's Lena, I forget her last name, um, of the FTC could raise a red flag. They could say, hey, we want some concessions. Uh, Microsoft may say no. You know, If it doesn't go through, Microsoft owes Activision Blizzard a ton of money, and Activision Blizzard would be in an even better position. I think you'd see the stock even rise on a, a, a you know, if it were broken up as well. Um, Podcast favorite Devin announced uh, the company's boards raised its dividend. Crazy. This is the largest dividend on the F, um, S&P 500. Uh, Devin is slightly down in pre-market. I think it's just because, again, I said above 60, sell it. Below 60, um, you know, buy it. Uh, the MACD looks like it may cross down here at some time. Uh, you still have support. I would not get out of this one. The algorithm I had you buy in July 7th at 53. It went all the way down, I believe, to 48. Yeah, um, 48 between now and uh, the July 7th. So you did go down even from the buy. If you bought it, I'd probably hold on to it. If you're holding it at about 59 to 60, um, it's close to where I would say, hey, maybe take your profits on this one because, again, I, I think it's going to go back down. Um, their production increased. Oh, um, they did announce too. So, and, and remember I said, hey, oil, we're not seeing an, incre an increase um, in the production of oil. Um, this is a quote that I, I kind of copy and pasted. The company's board raised its fixed plus variable quarterly dividend by 22% to a record of $1.55 per share. So again, if you buy in at 60, you're still getting $1.55 per, um, per year of uh, share. So uh, September 12th for Devon has increased its full year 2022 production forecast by 3% to between 600,000 and 610,000 barrels of oil per day, citing, quote unquote, better than expected well performance year to date and the impact from a bolt-on acquisition in the Williston Basin. Devon Energy's production increase announcement came as a surprise as energy traders were getting used to reports of production shortfalls. Um, the news could indicate the oil market is getting closer to balance especially after Exxon and Chevron also noted that their production would be higher. There's a headwind that, okay, we're getting back there. Um, 
maybe oil won't go to $150 per barrel. Again, that's kind of the chance that to take that these guys, you know, uh, have better than expected uh, production. But you do have a catalyst coming up here on Devon um, September 9th with the dividend payout. And that's the next uh, next one on Devon. Fang, Diamondback Energy. Uh, they also beat uh, by 6.8%, reported $7.07 per versus an estimate of $6.62. Um, this is one that, you know, again, when you look in, act, when I look at Active Trader Pro, we'll look at Devon. Devon closed at 61.57. It's going to open up at 61.45. Um, it was kind of flat yesterday. It kind of ran up into earnings to about 62. Uh, but then once the the uh the market closed it kind of was down fang i think it's down slightly yeah 125.92 it's down to 124 in pre-market so you're seeing again i think the production uh outweighs this but you've also got um dividends in these they're, they're paying you back to kind of hold them uh mosaic we talked about mosaic willie asked me about mosaic i said i wasn't sure they missed their estimated earnings, they missed by 9.23%. So you're going from 51.39 down to 50. Um, again, you don't have a lot of catalyst coming up on this one, um, but I did want to read you um, from their report. Um, so here's, here's what they said. Tight grain and oilseed markets are expected to persist throughout the remainder of 2022 and into 2023. Uh, the war in Ukraine, high temperatures in North America and Europe, and drought conditions in South America highlight risk for reduced yields globally. In potash, the shortage in supply from Belarus will only be partially mitigated by increased production from other producers. They are highlighting that there will be a shortfall of grain, um, and there will be a short shortage of potash, which is um, where they make their per, uh, fertilizers from. So. Um, you did have a MACD cross up here at 45.89. You probably will have a MACD cross down, but the nine's going to be above the 20. I would say if you're in this one, I think you can get out and buy at 45 again sometime soon. There is no catalyst on this one that's moving it. So I think you have an opportunity to get out and get back in. Um, Simon Property, we talked about this one yesterday. It's one of my all-time favorites because... You know, it's a really well-run company, blah, blah, blah. The board raised the quarterly dividend to $1.75 from $1.70 per share. Payable on September 30th to shareholders of record on September 9th. So September 9th is the next catalyst on this one. Um, they rose 2% in after hours trading Monday. I'll take a look at it. Quarterly U.S. malls and premium outlets occupancy was 93.9 at June 30th compared to 91.8 the same time last year. So they're increasing occupancy um, and they're doing a much better job. You had a, a MACD cross up, I said at $97, you're at 110. Let me see where you are right now on Active Trader Pro. Um, oh, SPG, um, you're looking at 110. 110, you closed at 108. You closed up yesterday and um, again, you're at 110. So. Great, great, great numbers. Um, shipping favorite, DAC, one from Tom. They reported earnings um, $7.59 per share, 
up from $3.34 a year earlier. Huge. That's almost double. Um, they expect uh, $5.89 on the quarter, so they blew it away. Revenue growth to $250 million from $146 million a year ago. The street estimated $203 million. Uh, the container ships operating operator kept its quarterly dividend at $0.75 cents per share, payable on August 8th. Um, uh, on August 29th, sorry, to rate, uh, so August 17th is the ex-dividend date. The ex-dividend date is uh, August 17th. So you're looking at this one up $2 from 73 to 79. Shippers are, are going crazy. So uh, let's see, uh, Revlon had a big day. Uh, if you're in Revlon, huge day. I mean, you're up at 850. Um, this one doubled, huge. Uh, we talked about this one. Um, let's see why Revlon shares went up. Um, to 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 Revlon, where is it? There it is. Um, oh come on, Getty Images climbed eighteen point nine percent. That that one's a huge one. G E T Y. That one's just been going nuts. Um, Redbox gained. I mean, I'm looking all the at this news article um, for all of the uh, Revlon gained 89.9 percent um, to close at 8.49, suggesting a U.S. bankruptcy job has given the company permission to proceed with a 1.4 billion dollar loan. So maybe they won't declare bankruptcy. Who knows? But the bankruptcy judge said, hey, you can stay in business, blah, blah, blah. So again, it jumped. Um, I'm going to make this podcast real quick. Today, we're looking uh, Moderna reports tomorrow, MRNA. Um, it most likely will be up, I would think. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's just had this run. It, it down. These guys are hype. I mean, their CEO is total hype. And when you look at his, um, he's an insider seller. I mean, he's sold billions of dollars of the company uh, on the inside. You're out of this one um, as far as, why are they announcing? Uh, oh, that's RNA. We want mRNA. <clears throat> Let's look at mRNA. Um, I was looking at RNA, mistyped in, in TrendSpider. Um, you are out. And I said this, you had got out July 27th at about 160. Um, uh, the MACD is kind of crossing down the RSIs at 49. Um, they could announce something with the um, Omicron uh, vaccine. I again, you could see a bounce. I'd probably like you to wait to see this one go back down to 140 before you buy. Um, but if you want to take the chance and you buy at 160, at some point over the next year, it's probably going to 180. That's just my guess, unless this one just has a huge, huge issue. Um, I think it's Marathon. Let me look at which Marathon oil. M is it MRO or MRC? Let me see. Um, MRO has, yeah, MRO has earnings tomorrow. Um, it's in post market. This is oil. Um, <laughs> if 
Fang, Devon, Exxon, um, uh, Chevron, uh, BP, if they haven't taught you, oil is going to come in great. Again, it's all priced into the market. You've been in Marathon Oil since July 7th, um, according to the algorithm, 21 uh, $21.80, I should say. Um, you've got an ex-dividend date that is shortly after they may increase the dividend. MRO is the symbol they report. Thursday, you've got ConocoPhillips, COP. Again, energy's kind of been blowing it away on earnings. Um, today, Devon and, and Diamondback aren't necessarily going up significantly, but you've had a run in this. This one, you've had ConocoPhillips, you've had a run as well. $87.53 on July 8th was the buy-in. You're trading at $95. Do I see it going down? No. Do I see it going back to 118 after the earnings? Who knows? I mean, again, trade the trend and the trend is up in the short term right now. Um, podcast favorite in the liquid natural gas reports on Thursday, uh, LNG, Chenier. This one has been on a crazy run. Uh, I said once it got to 150, Josh Brown thought that it could take off. Their earnings are coming up and their dividend is like literally August 8th. So it's the week after earnings, Thursday after the market. Let me make sure it's post-market, pre-market Thursday. Uh, so pre-market Thursday, they, um, they announce again, the algorithm, and I've been briefing on this one, the algorithm had you in at 128. If you're in there, hold to, through earnings. That that would be my guess. I think these guys just blow it away on their uh, their forward guidance. It's my opinion. I don't own it. I haven't bought into it. I'm not gambling on it. If I were in my 20s, absolutely, 100%, I'd probably gamble on it. Um, again, I, do I think it's, let's look at the pre-market. Everything that I'm saying, by the way, is priced into the market. So everybody knows this. You'd have to have a crazy, crazy um, thing happen. Uh, the 52-week high, it just hit at 150. Um, so they'd have to say something crazy for it to go above the 150. But that 150, it's been using as resistance level, like Josh said. It got to one, at 150 just on July 29th, so just last week. And it used it as a resistance level. It came back down. We kind of said, hey, one, if it closes at 150, um, then it, it should go up. But again, he's a very kind of um, a patient investor. So he doesn't necessarily care that it's down like this. Doesn't time it. Doesn't try and you know say it's perfect. And then on um, Friday, personally, DraftKings reports. I own $10,000 of this one, I think I said. Um, I, I kind of look at it. DraftKings, the volume is not justifying a run. 10-day uh, volume is 14 million. 90-day volume is 21 million. Um, the 52-week high is 64. I hold this at 40. I hold this right in the middle here. So my belief is that you're going to see this one um, either fall super, super short. Or uh, it will, you know, fly by 10%. So scans, as far as scans go, there were two that I wanted to bring up. Uh, and one that's personally hurting, <laughs> uh, Shopify. Shopify uh, crossed up yesterday 
Um, let me see if it gave me a dollar amount. Um, this one, it loses you 65% on the algorithm, loses you 66% buy and uh, hold. The reason why I like this one, 13% average win. In 32 positions, you only had seven wins, 25 losses. The average loss is 7%. So you're basically risking 7% to make 13% uh, if you can. 36.45 is the buy-in here. Now, ever since, um, looks like May 13th, um, around May, you've been trading in this range between 30 and 36. So 36, uh, 45 is the uh, a higher one. They've already announced earnings. There is no catalyst for this. It's just a regular MACD cross up. Um, if you wanted to get into the name Shopify, I think you can. Uh, I think if you believe that the market has turned around, I think Shopify is one that will turn around and turn around quick. They just announced uh, layoffs. They're slowing. Their business is not necessarily growing as fast as it was, but it's still growing. Um, this could be the next Amazon 20 years from now. I, I love the business. Um, I think it's fantastic. Another one that just passed was Best Buy. Um, BBY is the symbol. Uh, I have traded this one in the past. Uh, it crossed up, but it didn't cross up and trigger a buy. The buy um, was actually triggered. Let me look at the date. The buy was triggered on July 6th. Uh, at $69. You're trading at $76. So the cross-up happened within this run-up. Now, you've got earnings coming out on August 22nd. So you've got a ton of time between now and the 22nd. Um, just looking at this chart, I think that $69 was a fantastic buy because I think this one's probably going to 80 um, maybe 82 I would think that it would run. So it's not going to make you 10%, I don't think, between now and earnings, but it could provide some type of um, upturn. Uh, one I wanted to bring up that uh, I do still have triggers for, and I know you, know, you guys have been in, uh, is DRV. And DRV is down at 39, shorting the real estate market. This one worked out for us twice, fantastically. Um, it has not worked out this time. Um, well, I shouldn't say it hasn't worked out this time. If you were still in it and you're still holding it, it hasn't worked out. Um, it, this is a tr one of those triple levered ones. So you don't want, you do want to get in, take your profits, and get out. Now the algorithm makes you 50, it loses you fifty six percent buying and holding loses you seventy one percent. The average win eight percent. The average loss five percent. Um, so I, I again. I like this one. Um, the RSI is at 29. It doesn't look like it's crossing up anytime soon, but you're trading at $39. You're trading under that 40 level. I think, you know, again, this goes from 40 when we have a downturn. And if you believe we have a downturn, this one could go to 50 easily. Easily go to 50. Um, so uh, we are looking down slightly in pre market. Um, some of my ones, the ARCs are down by about 1%, DraftKings down about 1%, Etsy down about 1%, um, MPLX up 1.73%. Let's see MPLX. Did they announce earnings? Um, they announced earnings um, August 2nd pre-market. So it's not in there yet, but it is happening today in pre-market. So um, let me see. MPLX, let me put them in. 
This is one with a 9% dividend, 8.71%. Um, Let's see, they did announce earnings, um, total revenue for the midstream uh, partnership was 2.94 billion, up from 2.4 billion a year ago. Um, yeah, this one's up on earnings. Again, profit and revenue increase. Whew. God, yeah, oil, energy, ConocoPhillips, um, Moderna, Marathon Oil. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Marathon Oil is MRO, and I'm looking. They're kind of even in pre-market. They close at $23.99. They're selling at about $24. Um, again, the 10-day volume. God, earnings date. Um, yeah. I look into energy sector value stocks. This is a value stock. Um, Marathon Oil experienced an increase in earnings per share, which was 77 cents in Q4, is now $1.2. The company's most recent dividend yields at 1.4, which is an increase from 0.1%. Yeah. Again, if anything's, you know, if I were trading, I might trade this one today. Oil, energy. Uh, you know, you look at Sunrun. You look at even the, the renewable energy. I'm kind of going through my notes. I think I'm going, I'm done and I'm going to be um, heading out. Let's look at Tesla because Tesla is one. Was that one up yesterday? Did it close under 900? 891. Uh, it took a big run up and then kind of tanked after that one. Let's see if it's gotten you out of that buy in the algorithm because Tesla is one that, again, uh, I've been a fan of. I got rid of half of my lot uh, at 750. It's trading at 882. It's down 1% in pre market. Um, it still has not gotten you out. The nine day is well above the 21 day. So the RSI is at 76. I, I would expect this one to turn down. So if you wanted to buy um, TSLAQ, um, no, TSLQ is, is what it is. TSLQ. Um, that's the daily bear of Tesla. It doesn't have enough candles to uh, give me an algorithm lookout because it's brand new. Again, this is one of those inverse ETFs uh, that tracks Tesla daily. Uh, closed at 39.05. It's at 39.50. So you've got a cheap one here if you wanted to do uh, that. <clears throat> um, SIRK is short the ARKKs. This one closed at 54, it's at 55 in pre-market. Um, SPXU is the triple levered <clears throat> S&P short. This one's up, closed at 1543, 1573. Uh, Uvixi, let's look at the VIX. The VIX is at 24, it's up 5% today. Uh, Uvixi trade closed at 1082, you're trading at 1113. 10% move today. So. Kind of expect that one to see see big moves. Um, SQQQ and TQQQ we talked about. Um, you know, Tom, my apologies. I'm not going to go over some of the stuff that you you wrote me on Twitter just because 
daddy needs is French toast. <laughs> um, but I thank you guys for listening. Thank you to the supporters. I am working in SoFi Stadium. If you guys are in Los Angeles, stop by the credential booth. You can say hi. Um, uh, ask me about any stocks. I will probably go off on you. Uh, but I am working. <clears throat> so just be respectful of that one. Uh, this is my day job. Day job, I say. It's contract work. So uh, if you have any questions, let me know. Take care.